All right, so we got we got almost 40 people in here now. Go. So I'm going to do the plug up top here. We're going to start with our sponsor from Underdog Fantasy, the newest and best place to play fantasy sports and win big prizes. Tonight might be the last time that you can fade my picks for the NBA season if we, the Nuggets win like we all expect them to in Game 5. Go on there today. Use the promo code SLOP, that's S-L-O-P, to put higher on Bam Adebayo's points and higher on Michael Porter Jr.'s points. Tonight, I think that these are uh, probably going to lose. So once again, fade my pick. So you probably want to go lower on both of those. Um, I, I just figured law of averages for Michael Porter Jr. And Bam Adebayo, they're just giving him anything that he wants. So go on there right now. Promo code slot. $100 deposit match. Supports the program. All that jazz. But now we can actually get to the fun stuff, why you guys came in here. And that is the... NBA mock draft that we will be doing for the 2023 season. I will be pulling up Fanspo in one second, and we will be doing a one picks one through 21. And you might be asking yourself, why the hell are you doing 21 picks? Uh, because we're going to do uh, the obvious number one pick. Everyone knows who that's going to be plus 20 more picks a little bit more than the lottery. So you get like an idea of what this class looks like. Right now, we have already set up the order. I sent it to everyone earlier, but we're going to be controlling teams. We can do trades in this mock draft, but if you want to do a trade and you're a team that has... So, for example, me and Sam each have a Utah Jazz pick. We have to agree to the terms of that trade in addition to whoever has the other pick that we're trading for. If you want to do a trade, you can trade players that are currently on the team. You can trade future picks. You can do it all on Fanspo because Fanspo, Fanspo rules. So we're going to start up top with me. I'm going to have the number one overall pick. But before you make your selection, before you make your selection, What's that? you're getting a call from the Oklahoma City Thunder. Oh, shit. You're getting a call Already? from the Oklahoma City Thunder. They're, they're calling you from I'm inside the house. Gilgis Alexander? You are getting... Uh, so, so I am Sam Presti. I'm visibly drunk. Um, <laughs> I'm covered in blood. Um, uh, the the trade offer is Chet Holmgren, number two pick from last year's draft, 2026 uh, round one pick via the Los Angeles Clippers, 2024 round one pick via Houston, 2025 round one pick swap via either Houston or Clippers, whichever is higher, 2025 round one pick. Via right, I'm going to stop you right there. I don't care. Is Shea Gilgis Alexander in the trade in addition no, to all this not. other stuff? No, he's not. Okay, then I will not be even entertaining anything along these lines. I'm not trading six Victor Rabinalba for six first round picks, including anything the less picks than Shea Gilgis Alexander, Chet Holmgren, and, and all those. Picks. The number two pick in last year's draft. Well, so I will be drafting Victor Rabinalba for you before you lock that in. Charlotte rings in a call real quick. Michael Jordan on his way out the door, having last thoughts. He was waiting to see if he would get Vic before he. Uh, you know, stepped out the door and he's just sending you a quick text. He's not even picking up the phone. He's a texting guy. You know, he's a big iPad guy. He's a huge iPad guy. Really big iPad guy. All right. Give me the offer. Now I want to be clear. This hurts my soul, but LaMelo ball next year's top three protected first. Not even pick two. Not pick two. We got to okay, keep then it. Good we're, night. We're par- wait, 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 wait. Okay. Goodbye. I'm not, I, first well, off, you're I, trading, first you're off. trading the face of our league for a French guy. 
<laughs> the most important man in all of organized basketball for a French 19-year-old. I'd just like to point out, there's no red lights to run in San Antonio. <laughs> exactly. Uh, he can just be... It's his league. Upside. Right. Trill, you really wouldn't do for six first-round picks in Chet Holmgren, no. you wouldn't do Wemby. No. I like Chet a lot. Chet's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I would, Six first uh, round picks. Wemby is another level of prospect. Let's just talk. Let's just talk about what level Wemby has to reach, assuming he stays healthy, right? Mm-hmm. What level does does Wemby have to reach to not be considered a disappointment? Carl uh, Anthony Towns. What? Okay. Oh, That'd be way better than Carl Anthony. No, he could be Carl Anthony Towns. Not only bad. Anthony, he's like, if he, like, yeah, if he gets if he gets like a couple All Star teams, like maybe he takes him to the playoffs. Everyone will blame Pop because he's ninety seven years old. It'll never be his fault. The Anthony Davis career arc is, I think, a appropriate non disappointing career arc for. That's fair. Anthony Davis makes more sense to me because Anthony Davis at his peak was a top five player. Uh, he was the second best player on a championship team. If it weren't for injuries, he probably has even more all-star appearances than he, than he currently does. He's been one of the best players in the NBA for a decade. So that's the kind of level I think. So we're talking about a guy who's one of the 75 could end as one of the 50 greatest players of all time. If he continues to, uh, go on the track that he's on now, if he can stay healthy in these next few years. So there's like, that level, I think he needs to reach to not be considered a disappointment. I'm going to go even further and say that if Victor Wembanyama stays healthy, he's going to be one of the 10 greatest players of all time. Um, I think that I've never seen uh, any prospect that I watched Anthony Davis in college. He was incredible. Zion was amazing. Uh, Luca was great. But if Victor Wembanyama stays healthy has the career that I believe in San Antonio, which is going to give him great infrastructure. They're going to make all the right moves around him. I think they're going to probably have pop and then potentially Kerr coaching him. I think he's going to be one of the best. Like we've just never seen a player that is his size with his skill set, And I I just don't know how he's not going to be potentially a, a top five offensive and defensive player. Uh, in the NBA, maybe maybe a little bit like I think that the the offense, the playmaking will really have to kind of determine what level he can reach as an offensive player. He's certainly going to be an amazing scorer, but uh, I mean, look, if you're talking about uh, Kevin Durant mixed with Rudy Gobert, potentially that's in and with better perimeter defense than Rudy Gobert, you're talking about an unbelievable unbelievable prospect and i i've i've watched a, a decent amount of him i haven't watched nearly as much as some other people have watched and people that know the draft more than me he's going to go down as one of the greatest players of all time if he stays healthy and the health is the big question mark with him that still is a thing when you're built like him or chet holmgren or anyone who's built that way you always have to worry about that and like we've seen plenty of really promising prospects throughout their career never live up to the hype because of the injuries, including Anthony Davis. Like Anthony Davis, I would say appropriately lived up to the hype, just was never able to stay healthy. I mean, Zion's a different build, uh, but like guys like Ralph Sampson is someone who comes to mind that people have talked about a lot from the 80s. 
mm-hmm. who, you know, just never really was able to kind of develop into his game. He's just a massive human being. Don't uh, Ralph all like 10 feet on top of his head? What's that? Isn't that how Ralph Sampson's career ended? Like he was just like bawling and then he got blocked at the rim, fell right on his head, got a super bad concussion career yeah. over. Yeah, well, so Ralph Sampson also, for what it's worth, had a lot of lower body injuries right yeah. off the bat. Like, it, it was lower body and head injuries was a combination. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it was a... It's it was a beers league. But he was still a multi-time All-Star. He made four All-Star teams in his career, I believe. Right. Never quite lived up to the pre-draft hype of what he could become. But, like, we've seen so many big men that aren't even just, like, frail in the same way that a Wemby or a Chet is that have injury issues as well. Um, you know, I mean, t- one that did is Kristaps uh, Porzingis, who had, you know, a lot of injuries in that way. Then we have bigger guys like Sam Bowie and, like, a ton of different guys throughout NBA history who just never have quite been able to stay healthy and uh, really live up to their potential. But if, if Wemby does, I mean, once again, we're talking about an all-time top player here. I'm not entertaining any trades. I would literally not trade. I think the worst player in the NBA that if, if you consider context, context, who's the worst player in the NBA that you're, you're getting for in a Victor Webb and Yama trade. Like the worst one I would accept coming back. Yes. At... Or, or, or let's say their team would be willing to trade him. Zion. I would not take Zion. If I were the Spurs, uh, I would take Zion in two fucking seconds. That's like the easiest pick of my life. Second contract. It's it just it's such a different. It, I, it, I don't it, care about any of the up any of the news updates with with him recently. He is three hundred pounds, jumps forty five inches in the air, and is like a post god. Greg Popovich would absolutely shit himself to have Zion. Parm, he's played like twenty eight games a year, and every really. single one of those games is like thirty seven. He's incredible and seven. Like he it's just, like unfathomable. He can't stay healthy. Yeah, but it's like not even like 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 he can't stay healthy but like you can't even say the injuries have made a dent in like his production like every time he's on the floor he's fucking incredible so i i do I, have an I trade Luka. Okay. i trade Luka. like if you are dallas you know what's yes. coming yes right. yeah i would trade Luka, and i think that's the inflection point yeah. i i think i would not trade shay is the big thing Yes, um, that's why. I, that's what I thought about. For right, but I, I, I would mm-hmm. trade Luca in his current situation, not because I think Shea is inherently better, just because of the the untenability of the Luca situation. But by the way, I think if the if the Thunder actually put six first round picks that are all the Clippers and Houston picks on the table for him, they would at least have a meeting because of the injury concerns. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I don't I, think they would, dude. I don't, nope. I no, he's like you have to have like these you have offers to, like, would have already nuts. been made if if this were the case. Right, Oklahoma City. We would be getting reports about Oklahoma City throwing the shit on the table if mm-hmm. they thought it was somewhat realistic. Well, no, because but, but, not... but that that, runs, that goes against Sam Presti's Ponzi scheme ideas. So obviously that's not happening. This is this is in an ethical world where I'm in charge. The Patriots are in charge <laughs> of the, the Oklahoma City. Oh, uh, you're talking about 2024 NBA champion cont- uh, contenders, Oklahoma City Thunder. By the way, True. here's my real no, point. No, no, no. The Patriots are the Patriots are in charge. Uh, the the QAnon will take can rise up and take control of the deep state controlled uh, Oklahoma City Thunder. Watch this face. To me, there are two names that I think are good indicators, and I want your opinion on both. The first is, would you trade Ant? Because I would not. Anthony the, Edwards. Yes. I, 
if I'm the Minnesota Timberwolves, I no, I wouldn't. I, you, I wouldn't you have to have a destination for erase all other contexts. Just assume that Kat. you can, assume you can reroute cat. Assume you can reroute Gobert, or hell, just assume that Gobert is going to suddenly turn into being. I'm not player. letting Rudy Gobert or Carl Anthony Towns make any affect any decisions I'm making because I don't exactly. care about either of them. <laughs> I would. <laughs> if, I would. If Victor Wembanyama's on the if table. I could get, if I could get Wembanyama and Gobert together, that would be a crazy duo. They're like they're like really tight. Oh, that's like that's like a real dub for in terms of like keeping him happy when you're the Minnesota Timberwolves and no one wants to be there. It's a red that's, flag for Vic, honestly. That's the thing is like you know how we always talk about like teams and we always make fun of teams who are like resetting the con- contract cycle by trading out like DeAnthony Melton for like a first round pick or whatever. Mm-hmm. It would be funny if the Hornets and the Timberwolves were like. Yeah, we can extend Anthony Edwards or LaMelo Ball, but let's just get ahead of it because we know where this is going, mm-hmm. and let's hope that we can nail the Wemby thing. But, like, I don't know if I would trade Anthony Edwards just because he's still on his rookie deal. Yep. And we saw what he did against the team that's about to win the NBA Finals. Like, right. And and I know that Ant's probably going to stay healthy. And so here's the other player that I have on the other side of the same line is Paulo Banquero. Uh, I'd trade Paulo, yeah. Yeah, I think you trade Paulo. I like Paulo a lot, but like he didn't he didn't do enough in his rookie year to make me think that he's untouchable for a prospect I view as a lot better. Yep. And I think he's gonna be really good. I mean I had him number one on my board last year. I'm trading any of the top picks from last year's draft for Victor. I would ponder like, it at least. He was kind of fucking nuts. He's awesome. Paulo's incredible. But like, like if I, I if I really want to I despise that team. But think about how hard it is to team build in some of these situations where, like, by the time these guys are good enough, they want to go somewhere else, like, to win a championship. Like, Orlando's history has literally been Dwight Howard, Shaq, all those guys just leaving. Like, if you could get even Victor on his rookie deal as, like, one of the best players on a contender, like, your your window might be a little longer. You're saying they're never going to get another guy like Tracy McGrady to sign an inexplicable max contract in Orlando for no reason. They're lucky that he, they were lucky that that happened and that probably won't happen unless uh, the super max does change things a little bit. And if Paulo and Franz are good enough and one of those guys can sign to the super max, that's a different conversation, but that's so many years away that like I would, I would be tempted to do it, but that's, that's just my take. Anyway, let's move on for the Victor Webb and Yama stuff. Cause this is not, this Sorry. is this is already no. It's in the bag. Like we know that this is this is happening. You um, know KD and AD and LeBron and Luca, John Wall and Zion and Anthony Edwards. But do you recall the greatest prospect of all? Wemby, the big, tall Frenchman. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We can go to the number two pick now. Sam. So the number two pick is Dredd, who yeah. is making his first official appearance on the You Know Ball main feed. So, Dredd, you will I, be selecting for the Charlotte Hornets. You have a big decision to make here. I have a very easy decision to make here. But hold on. Before you make the pick, oh. are there any offers? Who's who's for up? this number two pick? Hold on, let me let me let me check the source. Oh yeah, you can't even. Yeah, okay. So the did you see y'all see the news that New Orleans is yes. trying to get him? Yeah, and actually, so Trill has placed me in a terrible situation uh, because I also am yeah. drafting for the Pelicans. And well, we didn't know this news when I did that. To I be understand. Fair. Well, so here's the thing. 
I actually think the Pelicans have an incredible trade offer to get up to the third pick for who I think will be available at the third pick. But that player is not going to be available at the third pick because I'm in a this draft. Okay, but hold on. Before you make the pick then, okay. can we get a phone call from the Brooklyn Nets at least? Will you take a phone call from the Brooklyn Nets? I'll take a, I will pick up the phone from the Brooklyn Nets. All right, this is uh, Sean Marks. Good day, mate. <laughs> Hi. So, yep. so I'm, I'm whatever intern is left in the uh, Charlotte Hornets office right now. So I am going to offer recent superstar player, Mikhail Bridges, who everyone says, oh, maybe, maybe, uh, you know, Portland could do this trade, but I want Scoot Henderson. So I'm willing to just give you Mikhail Bridges for the second overall pick. And then whatever Gordon Hayward's expiring contract. So I am debating because I would not do this pick. Not because I don't love McCall. I think he's a great player. I just do not think that the infrastructure in Charlotte is set up right now for it. And it's more because I adore Scoot Henderson than anything else. But well, you can sweeten it. What's what's a sweetener look like to you? Uh, a lot. The twenty first pick in the draft, where you that's, can draft. That, that's a start. Twenty first pick in the draft. Cam Thomas, as D Bronx says in there. Uh no, I do I I do not want Cam Thomas in the, in this pick because of the salary I would have to send back. Okay. Oh, is it Ben Benjamin time? Benjamin Mello? Oh we, how, how about this? We will consider. Oh, uh, you don't even own your own picks. You only own. Uh, oh, only. Hold on. Only. We have the Suns picks. That's true. We have the Sixers pick. That's true. We in 2027. We have the Mavericks pick in 2027 as well. We got a lot of teams that are going to be in some deep shit in a few years. Yeah, you're right. How about how about up all of them? Uh, would you take Tobias Harris for the number two pick? No. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm sorry, I'm pandering to Sixers fans. Yeah, so absolutely. Okay. Yeah, okay, cool. Hey, this is Daryl Moore. I'm at the casino right now playing poker. No, no, and this is the offer <laughs> I'll give you. We He's want gambling with Mr. All Beast. The picks you have access to. Okay. And we will take Ben Simmons on. Okay, I have a quick question for you. Yes. If you're taking Scoot Henderson. Are you open to trading the other point guard you have? Are you talking about Mr. One Lamello Ball? No, I was talking about Terry Rozier. Oh, I am no, absolutely no. Parody, parody Santa. That's not I'm not Sam. Um Dude, feed me Terry Rozier. Yeah, I was gonna I say will this is anything Terry Rozier on the Sixers. You don't understand. Yeah. Yeah, we're sending Terry Rozier for the uh, the corpse of Furkan Korkmaz. Uh, Terry Rozier is one of the only players who's been the best player on a uh, conference final team, so I need everyone available to actually available at the deadline. Yeah, yeah. Him in Tice. Indeed, so. yeah. Um, yeah, honestly, I, I'm really worried that we're not going to be able to keep Lamelo. He keeps running these red lights. It feels like he doesn't want to be in in Charlotte. He leaves Charlotte the moment the season is over. Well, we have a nice man named Mikael Bridges. We'll trade you Mikael Bridges straight up for for Lamelo Ball. So you wouldn't do Mikhail? Ah, that's the issue, though. We get our lead guard. You get a guy. You gotta no. You gotta take the sta- you gotta take the fucking stinky one too. If you're gonna if you're gonna try to pawn off Lamella Ball for McCall Bridges, you gotta take the other one too. 
Oh, we're not taking Ben Simmons back on that. that no, that you gotta get you gotta get the 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 problematic guy in Brooklyn if you're gonna get a sweet well, deal like Miles that. Miles Bridges isn't even on a contract right now, so right. sign and trade. So we don't have to worry about that. <laughs> we're not. I, yeah, I'm. I, I'm sorry. We're I mean, not involving this, anyone who's. Yeah. Uh, I will say at this moment we can talk about that closer to the season, but let's just say that I'll keep your number in my Rolodex. All right. I guess there's no deal to be made here. So with the second overall pick. Scoot Henderson, submit it, sign, sealed, deliver. For me, it's not a particularly hard uh, pick overall. Uh, I love Scoot. I think that he is, uh, I think, by far. So I'm not, I'm down on Brandon Miller, Like I'm, I'm, but I'm not like down, down on Brandon Miller. I think he's yeah. going to be a good player. I just don't think that his ceiling is quite what people are imagining. That's yeah. interesting because he's saving the Portland Trailblazers with the number three pick, and I will not be entertaining trade offers. <laughs> <laughs> nothing I, at all nothing you can't I, literally there isn't a player you can try to get dame from me you're not getting this fucking pick it's brandon miller a bust okay. I, I i will say i think charlotte is drafting brandon miller on draft night uh i will say you can draft for fit when you're a good team when you're a bad team draft the best prospect and for i think- me for me it's purely the fact that portland has in my lifetime had one one wing in 26 fucking years they had one wing it was brandon roy and he's the most tragic man in the history of the nba I that's their only that's, fucking that's, wing that's alfaru camino erasure so yeah, I was about to yeah say. okay yeah so that's the they were one wing away every single time with damon cj it was like if you guys got this this team one wing you could be real this is your opportunity to get one one wing and he is real. certainly a one one real wing I, yeah. i'm gonna say this before we move on to you can have you gotta get brandon, rid of nurk because you have your brandon spooky. miller in a minute but i will say this for henderson uh scoot for me is just like he's such a clear high ceiling guy he's a high motor guard with a lot of really great skills that has already shown the ability to go both vertically and horizontally when it comes to scoring attack yeah. i think his ability translates i think the comparison of him being like mini russ is really fair and you take mini Russ at the second overall pick every Easily. time. In my opinion. Yeah, and also <laughs> there are two prospects I think that remind me of Russ in this draft, and we'll get to the other one later. Mm-hmm. But it, it is funny that uh, I, I feel like with the Scoot thing, I'm definitely with you. I think Brandon Miller's a totally fine third mm-hmm. overall pick. If I had the second pick, I would take Scoot. Yep, because I believe that he can be. He has the offensive initiator upside. But if you're not going to get the two guys in this draft that seem like the closest to legit offensive initiators in Wemby, and no, this is these are our picks, Killicam. Right, yeah. This, this has is nothing not... to do with reality. Reality at this pick is that Brandon Miller's going number two based on yeah. everything we've heard. But we also, at this time last year, thought Jabari Smith was going number one. So... That's kind of what, but in reality, yes, Brandon Miller will go number two. Mm-hmm. Look, I, 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 oh, go ahead. I would just say I'm taking the offensive initiator swing at two. Right. Those yeah, two I'm, guys, I think Brandon Miller has a very easy path to being a very good second or third guy on a good team. Though. I've made a lot of Hashim Thabit jokes in the last week. <laughs> uh, as a UConn fan, Hashim Thabit is near and dear to my heart. Uh, but I don't think Brandon Miller's is to the beat. I don't think we're going to be looking back at this and being like, oh, God, I can't believe he no. went to. He's going to be fine yeah. outside of all the issues with the fact that he is allegedly yeah. an accessory to some very unsavory things. 
but also like I guess I look at it like I I guess I look at it like every other time that we've gone insane when the third guy gets drafted and it's like Luca, Lamelo, like those guys. No offense to Parm, but the prospects that were drafted with the second pick ahead of those guys, Bagley, Wiseman, whatever, Miller's a better prospect than these guys as it stands today. He was. Well, I mean, just I, I, we're we're overlooking the key Brandon Miller kiss of death here. That KOC loves him. Boom. I'm sorry. That's the end of discussion. Yeah. That's true. I, Bobby, I, I, Bobby Clintman flow. By the way, he uh, he signed overseas uh, like five minutes ago. Bobby Clintman? Yes. Okay. So, oh, no, sorry, sorry, not, not overseas. Uh, the NBL Next Stars program. Karns Taipons. I think that's, that's Australia. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Australia. Yeah. That's yeah. League. I, that is one of those terrible leagues I watch. Yeah. That's, that's, good, that's kind of a good course. league. Yeah, I know. I'm not going to lie. They kind of play They play really fast over there. The reason I knew that LaMelo was going to be pretty good was because he was playing really well against full-grown adults in a pretty good, fast-paced league. Mm-hmm. Um, I, the last thing I'll say on Scoop, by the way, before we fully move on, and I try to convince Parm to take a trade uh, that he won't take, is that I think it is perfectly possible that Brandon Miller... Brandon Miller has a much safer floor... And I think if you're drafting for floor, like if you were the Portland Trailblazers, I think that's perfectly uh, sure. reasonable, understandable. I think that Scoot, it, it would have gone one over Paulo last year. And the hell yep. is... Okay, sorry. Somebody have a motorcycle going? I was going to say, it sounds like there's fucking ATVs outside. Yeah, they're um, actually it's the Patriots that Sam yeah, Russell. I was saying, those, are, those are the Patriots. They're, they're not like bad. Yeah. I just, like, like I would, for full disclosure, I would probably take the opportunity to have Scoot and LaMelo over Brandon Miller at two yeah. also. I just don't think, I think it's like pretty can't miss when you're a team that has the opportunity to get the best wing in the wing draft team. Yeah. That's like the last piece do that it. the Blazers need. And, and the thing about drafting Brandon Miller at three for them would be you kind of get best of both worlds where yeah. like Miller's probably going to be like a Keegan Murray where he can play right away. And he's a little bit older. He's not quite Keegan's age, but like he's a little bit older. He'll probably be plug and play. And then you also have the fact that like you still have your young guys along with him. Like you can yes. keep Simons and Sharp in this situation, whatever. So I, I definitely I, think I would see it for Portland. I, I don't see it for Charlotte. Another major factor for me is that I am actually able to watch Brandon Miller play real basketball games with real stakes against real opponents in a real league and I don't have the access to any of the private workouts or any of the tape that like the Thompson twins have so I don't know I I, I, I'm gonna be honest I have no idea what like uh, their top five picks I have no idea what they're supposed to be because they don't play real games so, so from a fan's perspective, like how are you supposed to adequately gauge it like other than just trusting that the front offices are doing their jobs? And that the eighteen year olds in overtime elite are uh, nails. Those guys are actually yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I watch I it's you know, I, I'm very familiar with a lot of them th- through their Snapchat videos that I watch while I'm taking a shit in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I watch like Jazera Jackson like absolutely demolish like Rafe LaFrance in a gym in <laughs> I guess the real question is do the Thompson twins have a problematic gap with the rest of their league? <laughs> 
they have a problematic age gap with each other because uh as we've learned when you're when your ages are too close together that's also that's the lannister it's lannister theory yeah yeah exactly uh i so i assume we're moving on to the third pick now yeah right? okay so we have the third pick we have that locked in it's it's well, parm, parm said okay. he's gonna keep well, Hiller, yep. he's not gonna i would I, I know parm said he doesn't want to take yeah i was gonna say let me I, let me at least make my case here okay. you, you go first red and, and i will make mine after i so by the way first of all I apologize to longtime Twitter mutual wonderful friend or wonderful person, Richard Normal, for what I'm about to do. The Pelicans are calling you. Okay. Uh, and the Pelicans uh, see that you as Portland want a competent player, a player who might fit well next to Dame, a player mm-hmm. like Brandon Ingram. Ooh. And I, once again, I apologize to Richard Normal for this. And first of all, I think they should do this trade for Scoot Henderson, not for Brandon Miller. However, in this scenario, I'm still calling because I don't know what this timeline's looking like. I have to figure out some contract stuff. I'm a little worried about how CJ McCollum, uh, class trader extraordinaire, is going to be doing <laughs> the rest of his contract. Uh, and I want this magical Portland trade that's been floating around for the uh, the Jalen Browns of the world, the uh, you know Pascal Siakams. I'm going to send you Brandon Ingram for the third pick, Anthony Simons, and the Knicks pick. Third pick, Farm, Anthony Simons, and a Knicks pick is crazy for for Brandon Ingram. Yeah, that's kind of nuts. No. I mean, Brandon Ingram is better than Mikhail Bridges and Jalen Brown, and that's what the offer is right now. Right, and to be fair, you can say no to this, and we we can. I probably would just because, like, I, this is another interesting one, though, because I I also have no idea. Um, like I I was saying this the last time I was on. I don't know what the NBA is going to do with all these guards, like Anthony Simons, in like four years. Because it feels like there's 150 guys who are getting like 30 guys. million dollars a year, and they're crazy good. But like every team has one. It's. I mean, we're looking. The Sixers are looking down that barrel right now. With yeah, the they're, they're, and they almost definitely should give all that money to Maxi, in my opinion. Right. But yeah. what are you supposed to do when every team has Ma- Yo, has like a guy up, like that? Shout out to him, Bontemps, by the way, who had this comp uh, about six months ago, where he said. The combo guards who aren't like high level playmakers but are really good efficient scorers and mm-hmm. have defensive question marks are kind of going to become like what the offensive first big men yep. in a few years. Where like he said, like John Collins, um, uh, Sabonis, like guys that have roles yep. on good teams and can get you to a point. But when their defensive issues pop up at the biggest moments, their shooting issues pop up at the biggest moments. And it's going to be like with all of the guys that we're talking about, like there might be a one or two that separates themselves from the crew, but like, how do you know which player that is going to be? And like, as the Pelicans, I'm looking at the, uh, the stats that Anthony Simons was putting up as the lead ball handler when Dame was off the court. And I'm saying, this is the time for me to pounce. I'm worried. My worry is that relying on both Brandon Ingram and Zion is bad for the two of them because they have a little bit of a strange fit and they both tend to get injured if you over rely on one versus the other. I want a ball dominant shooter that has a lot of opportunities 
that has the ability to be playing at multiple levels, and I want that third pick. And I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep Zion. I'm gonna build around the back shots extraordinaire, and <laughs> and we're gonna make pause. it work. Yeah, pause. Are you throw is, <laughs> is Brandon Ingram the the final though? The the final offer. Mm-hmm. Um, we can talk. We can talk. But like, How, wanna... well, what, are, what what is happening here? I mean, I, 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 that's I that's, that's going real Brandon thin. Ingram is really good. He's really good. He's really good. He's really good. You're giving up a top three pick in the draft and a solid combo guard. We're not giving up and, and another pick. We're keeping fourteen. We we we. You're getting Ingram. You're getting a, a certified star. Fits really yeah, well. With Brandon Jeremy Miller. Grant. This is literally the mystery box thing. Maybe Brandon Miller could be Brandon Ingram one day. Exactly. Throw in Dyson Daniels. You got a deal. Oh Throwing boy. Dyson Daniels. Throw in Dyson Daniels. Kind or of Herb like Jones it. is a deal. No, no. Give me another wing. That's too. You can't. I can't get both wings. I need to feel the confident NBA team. Why don't you field uh, Sam's offer while I look at what other pieces I can throw at you? Well, the Celtics don't have a pick, so we do not have them. But if Sam, if you would like to be the honorary Celtics GM and make any sort of offer here, um, it's up to I, you. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm not that coward, Brad Stevens. I am um, the man wielding God's light in winger and uh, his his trusted lieutenant Travis Schlank and the Washington <laughs> Wizards. Um, <laughs> We are um, we are going to have to appeal to whoever's in charge of the Mavericks because this is a three-team trade. Um, so in this trade, the other thing about this trade is there is a little bit of a wink-wink deal going on here because um, it involves a player opting in. However, the Portland Trailblazers, you will receive mm-hmm. for the number third p- three pick and Yusuf Nurkic. And uh, also okay. some filler. Oh, and I get to get rid of Nurk. Yeah. And you get rid of Ooh, Nurk. And that's the piece boy. that he's missing. Yeah, and uh, you, you're also Kevin Knox and Keon Johnson are going to the Mavericks. But you receive Kristaps cool. Porzingis, who has a handshake deal here to, uh, yep. to, to get like a three-year extension. And you get pick number eight and pick number ten. Wait, what? You get pick... You get eight and ten, and Chris Stapps Porzingis. Oh, okay, I see. Three yeah, and done. Sold. Let's go. Um, yeah. me? Wait, 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 wait. What? What is happening here? Who okay. didn't so, explain the whole trade? So, so okay, yes. So the Mavericks. Well, we need the Mavericks to agree. So, what Mavericks. are the Mavericks doing? <laughs> so you are sending Javale McGee, Davis Bertans, and Tim Hardaway to the Wizards. You are receiving Delon Wright and. Uh, Kevin Knox and uh, Keanu. For the 10th pick. pick. No. No. I am as the Mavericks. I'm hanging up. Red, absolutely not. No. That is a horrible trade for the Mavericks. What what are you talking about? That's $26 million gone. I'm drafting. (laughs) Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. What if I sweeten the pot? What if I give you prime Jonathan Williams? (laughs) Prime Jonathan Williams. Maybe maybe if you're maybe if you're nice to me, I'll throw in John Butler. Hold on. Dread is the Mavericks GM, so it all depends on what he wants to do. Allow me to here. I'm putting down my my uh, Pelicans phone. Hello, this is the Mavericks. I'm blocking both of your numbers. (laughs) (laughs) What? The Mavericks don't have a road to cap space if Kyrie resigns, and Kyrie is resigning. I cannot need on those contracts. I cannot take on these contracts. They need I mean, there, there's, there's, there's no contracts coming back. But doesn't, the the, the is, contracts doesn't matter. Why are they salary dumping with the 10th pick 
if they sure. can't get a road to cap space. If they're literally just giving what, away what, players why, for nothing. Why are you so sure they don't need? They aren't getting a road to cap space here. Be, because are, you am I letting Kyrie decisions. walk in this scenario? I was going to say, if you let Kyrie walk, where is Kyrie going? We need to know where Kyrie's going. The Lakers. I, I don't know. I don't know. But but this is that. Uh, this is. I I think that this will be more on the table than you would. Th- there, there's going to be a, a huge premium to dump money. There's there's no teams that are going to be doing this. See, I will I will agree this that question. question. It's just I think, and I will say this. I don't, and I, I have my Mavericks phone in my hand for my prop for everyone to see this. Yeah. I don't think that. I don't think that the Mavs are in a dump money moment right now, because I still think they are deluded into thinking they can keep Luca. Yeah. Okay, fair, fair, fair enough. I will just say you're also making enormous trade exceptions in this deal. Um, trade exceptions are dead. Trade exceptions are dead under the new CBA. For not next year, though, I believe. Dan, Wait, what do you Danny mean? They're Amen. getting rid of Dan, trade Danny exceptions. Amen. No, they're, they're, they're not. They're not actually no getting exceptions. rid of them. It's just now, if you trade into a trade exception and you're above the first uh, salary cap line, it hard caps you. You no longer get that exemption from hard cap for using. TPE uh, space. Also, starting after this next season, um, the window of how much money you can take on shrinks from 110% to 100%. So trades get very bad very fast. All right. Well, as we live in this reality, wh- why don't Sam and uh, why don't Sam and Parm try to work at a trade one one to one without involving the Mavericks. I, I do have. I am picking back up the phone as the Pelicans, and I'm offering. I, I have a little bit of a, a different situation if they'd like. Okay. Okay. So again, it is still Brandon Ingram. Okay. It's Anthony Simons and Nasir Little. Okay. Uh, and I am sending you uh, uh, Najee Marshall. In addition, you know, pretty telling me what? Well, no, no, telling me. Here's the big one. But you're gonna have to send some stuff back mm-hmm. and Trey Murphy. I mean, I think yeah, Trey yeah, Miller's gonna be Trey Murphy. Like, that's, yeah, done. Like, that's easy. That's e- that, that's easy. We need that's... more stuff back now. That's the problem. Yeah, what do you want? It's the, it's the fucking Trailblazers, dude. Take whoever you want. <laughs> <laughs> you want Damian Lillard? <laughs> Who do you want? Like, like really, like name name a guy. Like you want Justice Winslow? Like you got it, boss. That's easy. <laughs> Can okay, be done. You, you can't come up with these crazy trades and then not. If we're agreeing to trades, you have to let me know so I can put it on. Right, the right. Yeah, put it, so pop, very, pop it in. Very well, real quick. So right now the structure is uh, Trey Murphy, Najee Marshall, Brennan Ingram for Anthony Simons and Nasir Little. Okay, so hold you're, on. You're, you're you are taking on a little bit of money, but I, you know what? Just just to make things work, I'll take Justice Winslow back. Dread, this has got to be the worst trade I've ever heard in my life. Why not, would the Pelicans ever do this? I'm not done. And we want all of your picks. <laughs> what do you mean, all of them? <laughs> we want your non-swap picks. Give from... you, I'll give you like two seconds. No. No. Absolutely not. No, we are, no, we are... no shot. This team stinks, man. This is like well, the worst team in the league. That's what I'm counting on. Yeah, no. I, no, I, think, we're gonna, I think we're just going to stay pat. Take, take, take Brandon Miller. I am the take Pelican, a lethal shooter. I'm trying to convince. Right, I'm giving. I'm giving everyone thirty seconds to figure out whether Brandon Miller is going to the Portland Trailblazers. He is going to the Portland on. Trailblazers. I was really hoping that I could convince them that the uh, Jeremy Grant, Brandon Ingram, Dame trio was that would be, be great. that would go crazy. You and just gave I, up Trey Murphy in well, addition to that. Wait, wait. And I would get all of their firsts, was the hope. I wanted every single non-protected first. It's still a bad trade. <laughs> it's fair. 
I am not as high on Trey Murphy. It might but... be a good trade if you just believe Mike Schmitz has like soup coming out of his ears when he wakes up in the morning. Like it's All just right. like just sloshing around up there. Final. Well, this is, let me make my final pitch then. Okay. Uh, so this is this is I've, I've I've adjusted the trade on the fly. Okay. Now the Mavericks are just sending Davis Berton no pick. Davis Berton's and Jaden Hardy goes to the Blazers. So instead of the tenth pick, they're getting Jaden Hardy and the number eight pick and Kristaps Porzingis for the three pick and Yusuf Nurkic. The Mavericks are sending out Jaden Hardy and Davis Bertans and they're getting back Kevin Knox and Keon Johnson. Yeah, I do that. And I still get nine. We get eight. Or what? Eight. I feel like... That's the wizard. Oh, you're the wizard. Sam, can you share this trade on the screen? Because it's incredibly confusing when you read it off. Uh, yeah. I, Are you able I... to do that? Uh, screen share. Add. I know. Uh, yes, I think I can. Okay, I'm adding this. Hard no, it is. It's it's so it's such a bad trade. It won't let me. It will only Sam can can stream their screen. So I have to remove this. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now Sam, you add this trade because I need to see it spelled out and I need to explain it to people on audio. Are gonna be like, "What the fuck are you yeah, talking what's about?" The, yeah, what's, yeah. What's, what's All right, happening? Sam, you can share your screen. So now go to the screen share feature in the corner. Okay. While, Share while we're your going, teaching the seniors how to use Microsoft well, Excel. While we're doing this, I just want to make it okay. clear to the audience so, that, I, that Trey Murphy should not get traded for that. That was a bad trade. I, I Okay. I'm The trade wasn't agreed to, so it doesn't matter. I'm reading this out, and no one can interrupt me. This is for the audio listeners. The Wizards get Davis Bertans and Yusuf Nurkic and the third overall pick. The Trailblazers get Porzingis, who would have to opt into his deal in order to do this. Jaden Hardy and the eighth pick. So wait, okay, so the Trailblazers move back five spots. And the Mavericks get Kevin Knox and Keon Johnson. Why are, okay, so they're just involved for salary purposes. Yes, and they're they're essentially dumping Bertans for Davis Bertans for Jaden Hardy. Uh, Okay. Why why would I do this? Uh, Because I am dumping David's Davis Bertans in this case, and I am moving off salary. And I don't have to give up anything. You might be able to get a mid-level exception. In, exactly. In, you know. I think I, I think with that and you can keep the tenth pick. So so Parm, you agree to this because you yeah, love that's the that much. trade of my life. You're, yeah. you're, you drive me insane. All right. Um, you literally just said you wouldn't trade Brandon Miller for like Brandon, Brandon Ingram. Ingram, and now you're trading him for Chris yeah, because you don't get Vegas. another pick. You're getting you're getting the poor Zing God, Jaden Hardy, and I get Grady Dick probably. That's all right. fucking absurd. Alright, let's do it. Let's go. Now I have to now I have to fucking do all the details on here. This is so fucking funny, dude. This I, rocks. Okay, I think I I think I You're not trade changing the trade. No, 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 no. I'm 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 trying to decide if I'm taking Brandon Miller, is what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go! Let's go. Oh my god. All right, well now I have to fucking spell this out. All right, I guess I'm just not gonna spell it. So Sam, you now have the pick. Mm-hmm. I will take Brandon Miller. Um so yeah. all right. Yeah. Wizards trade. So it's really funny that somehow we uh-huh. we have cooked up two of the worst trades imaginable, but for different What's reasons. <laughs> like, like very clearly, the the trade that I offered to the Blazers was too good for the Blazers, and they didn't take it. And this trade is abysmal for the Blazers. And they took it. <laughs> Which means 
This, this is elite for the Blazers. You get rid of Nurk and you yeah, get a you get real good Nurkic. center. That's pretty good, and you get an That's actually crazy. good center. So you get off the Nurkic contract. You still sure. get. You still have the eighth pick in this draft, which Parm will now be selecting at eight. Mm-hmm. And he and he gets Porzingis, so that's his that's his win now guy. He gets a prospect in Jaden Hardy, who I think Hardy's kind of yeah, a yeah, kind of a. Yeah. I, I I actually he's the worst thing I'm yeah. giving up in this trade on it, like or, or not the worst thing. He's the most painful thing to give up out of this trade for the Mavericks. Oh, and like this trade makes some sense. It, it's I also better than whatever that war crime that we were talking about five seconds ago. Yes. Not going to lie. Not going to lie. Also, when you first said this to me and I accepted, I thought we were also getting Davis Bertans. And I was like, that would be kind of nasty to Latvians in the front court. <laughs> just like going to fucking work to Latvian three plant threats. Uh, right. So a little, just real quick for the chat to explain this from the Mavs perspective. Um, I just did the math. This gets them almost the entire MLE. Okay. Uh, and like it's it's so you give up Jaden Hardy to get the MLE, exactly. Right. Yeah. And that's and that's the goal is you're going in on one more year to get an MLE. You draft somebody with the tenth pick. Sounds sure. like Grady Dick's gonna be gone, but you draft a a, a win now player. Uh, and the Mavs are all obligated to have a Latvian on their roster though. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll have to go find a Latvian in the second round. Yep. And, and then you uh You can get Darius Bertans. Yeah, right. I'll go get a different Bertans. This is just such a funny fucking trade. Oh, my God. All right. So now, Sam, you're on the clock as the Wizards GM, and you are selecting Brandon Miller. I'm I'm going to select Brandon Miller. I'm not happy about it, but... uh, But Scoot's gone, so you're taking Brandon Miller. Ideally, I'm making this trade for Scoot, but um, this is the way the board broke. I'll take Brandon Miller. Um, Am I good to stop sharing, by the way? Yeah, you're good to stop sharing your screen. Okay. Um, Okay, so... Now, Sam, you will actually have back-to-back picks because you are selecting for the Houston Rockets as well. So, okay, so um, <laughs> Toronto Raptors. Hello. I, I was thinking, who is going to be the? Uh, I have the Raptors pick. Okay. So listen, listen to me carefully, Masai. I know that you are bemused. <laughs> you are you okay. are you're chuckling at how perplexed <laughs> you have the league. Yes, they're dancing in the palm of your hand. You are yes. the puppet master. Um, mm-hmm. How about I? You send me OG Ananobi and the thirteenth pick. I send you Kevin Porter Jr. and the number four pick. You're okay. Smoking I, this is this is Masai Ujiri here. Uh, I would uh, I would be interested in this trade if I could also get uh, Tari Eason, Jabari Smith Jr., Jalen Green, Alperin Shengun, <laughs> every single Nets pick. Um, <laughs> And <laughs> all Ty Washington, all the Nets uh, first. Yeah, yeah. I want you. I want you to sign James Harden free agency and then trade him to us immediately. Uh, so how does that sound for you? Now, if I'm uh, so the proposed deal once again was Kevin Porter Jr. and the fourth pick for OG Ananobi and the thirteenth pick to be to be exact, right? Yes. You know what? I'm not Masai Ujiri, so I'm 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 going to consider this deal. Um, if I was Canadian and I heard that, I'd squeal. Yeah, <laughs> for 45 minutes straight, I'd squeal. Why? Because I'm not smoking weed. That's Kevin Porter Jr. in the fourth pick for like a wing who's like gonna get moved anyway because you yeah. guys are both buns. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the Fred Van Fleet might move. Also, like. 
you're like that's not that's a pretty sizable jump. It is. No, and it is. and and you are Masai Ujiri, and you have your pick of experimental sicko wing. So, so, so I, that's the question that I have is who are the rappers? Oh, well, I can't I can't reveal that information just yet. Um, so because I'm thinking I'm thinking as as Masai Ujiri, even though he would never do a trade like this, I I'm going to be honest. I think he would say in order to get, I think he would say I'm only doing this if it's I can keep the 13th pick. Yes, that's that is what that's what he would say. But I'm not him, and I, I don't really care about anyone once we get to 13, to be totally oh, honest. I, 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 I like some guys in that range, but not quite as much as if I'm jumping up to four. Um, but so, you know, the so is salivating over the opportunity to draft Taylor Hendricks, who is 6'9", with a 6'11". Uh, exactly, exactly. So, or, I mean, or someone someone like that. Also, they've, they've quite obviously promised Bilal, so this like won't happen. But, sure. um, but It's either them so, or the Thunder. So let me let me make I'm I'm being a little realistic with this because I'm assuming that Raphael Stone is under a mandate to win. Yeah. Um and my other bit of reasoning here is I am not a Thompson Twins guy, and because of that, I do not think that there is I think the draft drops off right here down a tier, and I really I, I think there's gonna be really good players available at 13 that I don't see as being meaningfully that different from like guys available at number four. Okay. I agree, I agree so, with you. so here's the thing: if you if you throw in one Ty Ty Washington, we have a deal. I, Ty Ty Washington I, I, is someone who's not going to be in your rotation once you sign either Fred Van Fleet, who's coming from uh-huh. us, James Harden. He will not be sure. uh, he will not be someone that you value as highly. Uh, and I know that I'm also getting Kevin Porter Jr. in this deal, but. If Ty Ty's not in, I'm walking away. Wait, before you say yes, Sam, have you considered that one of the people on the Raptors that Fred Van Fleet despises might be OG Ananobi? Oh, you know, I haven't, but I'm also assuming James Harden is coming. So, <laughs> um, so, so you have James Harden, Jalen Green, and then you're you're making this deal fall through because you don't want to include Ty Ty Washington. No, no, I'm, I am. I'm, I'm saying okay. this. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I, I feel bad because I actually don't. I'm not familiar with Ty Ty Washington. He's so good. I, I'm being. He's uh, good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, he's I might, he's, he's a third. Being plundered. You, I might, you should. You should have tried it. You should have tried to position it so you could get off Dacian Knicks. But Ty yeah, Ty Jason, do. They can just cut. You can just cut, you can just cut yeah. him at any point. He's, he's not sucks. guaranteed. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. So, I I am choosing to accept this trade, Kevin Porter Jr., Ty Ty Washington, and. The fourth pick for OG and Anobi in the thirteenth pick. Underrated so, fact about Kevin Porter Jr.'s contract is he has signed a football player's contract and has zero guarantees. Yes, years. exactly. Yes. That's unfathomable, really. Yes, he has zero. He has an NFL contract, dude. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. So he the has, Toronto Raptors will be trading this pick for the fourth crazy. pick. Unfortunately, I can't include players on here, but that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um. So that. So now the Toronto Raptors are on the clock. And, and and I'll be honest. If this trade were to happen on draft night, I would. I'm gonna be honest. I think one. There's no way Masai does it for sure. But I'm not Masai, so whatever. If Masai is moving up to four, he's selecting Jairus Walker. Yeah, I think that's the correct. <laughs> I think that's the person he's moving up for. Yes, I think that's the case. I'm not Masai. I'm taking the ultimate Grand Slam swing, and I am drafting Amen Thompson. Yeah. With the fourth overall pick, I believe that if 
I have him and Jairus pretty close on my board. I have Amen four and I have Jairus six right now. Um, I have question marks about both of them. But if I want a real initiator, which they have not had in so long, someone who has the upside to run an offense who could be, like I, I said, there are two players in this draft that remind me of, there are two players in this draft that remind me of Russell Westbrook. Amen Thompson could possibly be the other one. In, when we talk about athleticism, he has like the peak athleticism in this draft. Like one of the greatest athletes in the NBA pretty instantly. Insane first step. Uh, I think he has crazy upside. He might be a bust, whatever. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm taking upside swings here. I'm, I think that right now the way that I want to build is with young talent. I just got Ty Ty Washington, a nice guard I like. I just got Kevin Porter Jr., who's a totally fine rotation guard. I'm trying to build around Scotty Barnes. And yep. if he can ever figure out the shot, you're talking about a multiple-time All-NBA player here. And uh, that's all I really care about. If I, OG Ananobi's nice, but he's not going to be making All-NBA teams. So I have, I'll say this. I've compared Amin Thompson multiple times to non-brain-broken Ben Simmons. Yes. And I would draft non-brain-broken Ben Simmons pretty high. Yeah. It's a it's a good player. Also, this is anecdotal or hearsay, so take it with a grain of salt. But one of one of my bar buddies is a uh, uh, AAU photographer, and he knows both the Thompson twins pretty well. And apparently, they're very like high. They're very quiet. They're not the same kind of like intensity off the court kind of guys, but they're very hard workers. Everyone's everyone says amazing things about them, and I think that if they don't turn into the players that they can become, it's only because of some limitations that they might have. I'm will once again. I'm taking the risk. I'm not drafting with the fourth pick to get someone who you know might be a nice a role player. Like I, I think there. I would take Brandon Miller over him because I think that the floor is a little bit higher and he still has a decent ceiling. But like, if I'm going for the grand slam swing, I'm taking Amen Thompson. So the Toronto Raptors have received Amen Thompson with the fourth pick. Uh, and I have another pick right back to back. I have. I also have the Pistons on don't the clock you, here. Don't you dare take who? Don't you dare take your guy because I got to take your guy. Okay. So first off, I joked earlier. If anyone wants to offer trades, that's fine. The, the The Pistons are open to moving this pick. They're open to trading back. They're open to getting veteran players. I personally would probably just rather keep the pick and make the pick because I think that. If you're the Pistons, you're betting on the two guys that you have right now, and Cade Cunningham and Jaden Ivey, that you've taken at the top of the last two drafts. And whoever you're drafting here needs to be able to kind of fit with them. Uh, <laughs> James Wiseman is available. Marvin Bagley is available. And if you want any of those guys, Parm, I'm looking at you. You're, you're um, any of your teams interested in in a in a Bagley or or a, a Wiseman? Um. Yeah, what does that take for the Washington Basketball Wizards to get Marvin Bagley? Can I get him for like a protected <laughs> second? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> you're, you're well, what what contract are we matching here? Just like after this trade, like we got a lot, we got two like kind of like washed centers. Well, what, what's to the, the contract? Roster. I might as well yeah. like be like, ooh, we'll get a little Marvin the Gaff Man, little little like spicy front court. We have like a spicy unit and then like a crusty washed unit. You you're not answering my question. You got to tell me what's the contract matching here. Are you letting Kyle Kuzma and 
uh, whoever who did you just trade for in the Porzingis deal? Who who did Sam just acquire? I, I got Berton I got Nurk. Nurk. Yeah, I got Bertans and Nurk. <laughs> Bertans is back on the Wizards. We didn't even yes. talk about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's coming home. He's coming yeah, I'm home. bringing him home. <laughs> How did I miss that? Gave him that contract in the first place. Yo. We are so addicted to flop the beat. Um, the Patriots are back, man. What yeah. the fuck is happening? Are, are you Parm? Are you recording like next? That, that's that's on my side, actually. Again, yeah. Sam, where do you live? Where the Patriots live, man? Yeah. They're back in control. <laughs> this is insane, dude. This is absolutely um, insane. No, but like outside of that, like I, I kind of agree. Right, with well, you. I wouldn't look, make a trade if I was a Pistons. I'm open. Yeah. To, I'm open to trading, but I'm keeping the fifth pick. Yeah, and I'm selecting the fifth pick. That has nothing to do with Marvin Bagley at this time. So, um, I'm looking at some prospects here. I like some guys. Uh, Asar Thompson on the board. Cam Whitmore. Uh, Whitmore is apparently the the projected guy that is going to go with this pick. Yeah. Um, I'm I definitely like interested else, in a few guys here. What's that? I think it's somebody else who goes there. By the way, I, I have a personal belief about who goes at five. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna go. I, I'm not to, to popular belief, even though I love Casey Wallace and he is fifth on my board currently. I won't be taking him just because. Look, if Cade and Ivy suck, then uh, we're fucked. So I right. got to go in a direction where I'm trying to make it really work with them, and I'm going to be selecting one. Jairus Walker with yeah. this pick. That is who okay. I think goes yeah. at okay. five, by the way. Uh, I know Troy Weaver has an obsession with big men. I think Jairus has some interesting upside. Uh, you know, he can be a four or five. I think defensively he's going to be a beast. The one thing is you're projecting here because there are certainly limitations to his offensive game without the, the shot, yep. but... I, I, once again, I'm taking upside swings. I'm not drafting for role players in the top five of the draft. I don't believe in that philosophy. If it misses, it misses. I don't care if if any of these guys are busts. Uh, but if Jairus Walker can ever figure out a semblance of a shot, you're talking about a guy who has all-star potential, in my opinion. He's one of the last guys on the board that has that all-star potential at the top of the draft. So I'm going with Jairus Walker. Um, and uh, yeah, so... Jairus Walker, welcome to the Detroit Pistons. So we'll be moving on to no, pick number six. So I'm pick number six for the uh, Orlando Magic. I, I do not have the other Orlando Magic pick, so I will have to con- convey with my other drafting associate if we make any mm-hmm. trades. But uh, I have three guys on here who I have. I would not draft Cam Whitmore. Uh, for the, I like Cam Whitmore. I, I have some amount of enjoyment of Cam Whitmore, but it's not who I would take. Um, I also want to make it clear, I'm just going to talk about a couple of guys I'm not taking. I wouldn't take Taylor Hendricks here either because of how ball-dominant he is. I think he's going to be a good player. Uh, It's just he needs the ball in his hands, and I really don't want a player who's going to take the ball out of... uh, Not ball-dominant in a traditional sense. He's just... he, He does a lot of good... His best work on uh, pull-up, uh, pull-up shooting. And I think that in the NBA, his cutting is going to be not quite as effective as it uh, appears right now. Uh, and I don't want to split time carrying the ball uh, between my other sort of superstars. So there, there are really two players here that I'm looking at, but I'm also very comfortable trading this pick for a win-now player, if anyone's calling. 
Okay, so Parm, if you if you you have the eleventh pick as the Magic, so you would have to agree if it's six and eleven for someone. Uh, I'm not I'm not looking as the Jazz. I'm just waiting at the ninth pick okay. right now. So this is so tough because like the Magic have so many players like they are due to consolidate. They have so many young players. That being said, I mean, I'm looking at Oscar Thompson. I'm looking at Jalen Suggs, Markel Fultz, and Cole Anthony, and I'm like, well, there you go. There's your there's your guard. There's your guard. That Him, Franz, Paolo is like a crazy trio, and he's right there. And you can just – or Anthony Black. Like, you pick, pick your pick, and, like, that's so easy. Anthony Black probably who I would be taking here. Not yeah. because so Anthony Black is also very high on my board relative mm-hmm. to a lot of other people. Yep. Um he's a connective piece. He's uh really, really, really effective at what he's good at. Mm-hmm. He has a lot of missing pieces from his game, but the pro- the thing is he doesn't need to lean into those at all on that uh magic team. Yep. And you kind of just move on from Suggs to a certain degree. Uh and or you don't really have to move on. You might actually just his touch is not amazing, but I think I don't he- think that Black's uh, here's the thing with touch here's the thing with Black that I'm I I am worried about how he projects as a scorer, but his floater yes. game is really good. Right. And if his floater game is good, that indicates he has a little bit of touch at the exactly. very least. Exactly. And this is what I would I would say. I think part of the reason why Black looks so out of place a little bit uh on that on that team is because he was asked to carry too much of a scoring load. What I would like to compare him to, this is a comparison a lot of people have made, so it's not my original thing, um, but uh, last year of the Pelicans era, Lonzo Ball. Yeah, I think we talked about this. We had this conversation. I'm yeah. interested in that. I'm certainly interested in that. But Vagberg does bring up a good point about the, the thing that I am worried about with Anthony Black is how good does the shooting have to get? Because, like... <laughs> Lonzo, I know I say outlier a ton, but Lonzo's touch for as bad of a free throw shooter as he was, was insane. The jump that he made as a shooter in his last year with the Pelicans and with whoever drafts Anthony Black needs to invest in that is what I'm trying to say here. Mm -hmm. Because I don't really see him having a ton of pass to being like a high leverage scorer. Connective piece, sure. Uh, Defender, sure. I am a little bit concerned unless he becomes a really good shooter, which I don't know if he can become a really good shooter. I think he could become a solid shooter. Uh, I am a little bit worried about that, but if you want to go with Anthony Black here, we can lock that in. I will say I had one other uh, contending player here, or two others technically. I do want to show out a threat, show shout out a. Keontae George, who I actually have very high now. I, he's, he's, I have described him Arms again. Boy. Yeah, yeah it, it, if you had trapped player. an instinctive hooper in a, uh, in a cult of calculator rats. <laughs> but I do think Osar Thompson is also a reasonable pick here. He already has fit uh, a lot of the, the things. The sort, he can play next to a more ball-dominant player. I think he has a lot of defensive upside that, that is just like, already showing a lot of promise. I really, I think either one of those is an acceptable pick. Uh, I'm going to go with guy who's higher on my board and take Anthony Black. Okay. But I so want to locking in Anthony Black as the sixth pick for yeah. the Orlando magic. Yeah. All but right. Osar would have been a perfectly good pick there. Okay. So now we have Parm 
the Pacers. Oh, this is I, the I think there's a pick of my life. This is a, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious who the Pacers are going to pick if they're still on the board. So I agree, but at the same time, they're the Indiana Pacers. And the Pacers don't love, the, uh, when have the Pacers been, been the hype beast team? They're taking the hype, hype beast pick. <laughs> they don't do that. They grow corn there. That's true. You know what I mean? They're, 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 they're watching the Indy 500, and that's why this pick, I hate to say it. I hate to do it. It's got to be Taylor Hendricks. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be Taylor Hendricks. He's such, he's such it's got to be Taylor yeah. Hendricks. Like, yeah. that would be so nuts. Yeah. That team is already so good at three-point shooting, and you have a three-point shooting power forward, a three-point shooting center. You have Matherin and Halliburton in the backcourt. Like, that's just a crazy basketball You team. can also credibly initiate offense from four different positions. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah, is an nutty. incredibly great thing for that. Team. And now, more, more importantly, well, I, I personally think Hendricks is going to project a little bit more as a play finisher. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that if you're if you're taking, they want defense to insulate Matherin and 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 Halliburton because of some of their defensive issues, mm-hmm. and then they already have Turner on the back line. I think if the board broke a little bit differently for them, mm-hmm. uh, I would have taken Jarris Walker if he were still available yep. for them because I yep. think that that. Fit might be a little like I think it's the best fit for Jarris Walker to be personally, on like to be perfectly honest. Um, yeah. I think that the the interesting thing about Taylor Hendricks here is like you said, you're gonna have guys that can shoot all around, and I think the defensively, hope you're hoping that Hendricks can kind of clean up for some of the mistakes. I I, I think they're gonna take whichever they've just wanted a power forward for yeah. like a year or two now, and like He's- they're gonna get him here. He's also just really, really good at uh, not fouling on his defense, especially on his help defense. And that's something that you cannot overestimate in terms of its ability to be effective for a team like the Pacers. Yep. All right. So we're going Taylor Hendricks with the seventh pick. And then I'm also patting myself on the back because I'm the greatest GM of all time. (laughs) Let's go. Um, Somehow, somehow I got Kristaps Porzingis. Jaden no, Hardy and Osar Thompson. <laughs> Let's go! I'm shitting myself. Like this is out of fucking control. Wait, Osar Thompson has not gone. No, Osar yeah. Thompson is who I'm picking He's with. Oh, the right right now. As the that's, uh, yeah. that's, that's a crazy. I almost I was thinking about taking him with that pick. With the mm-hmm. Washington Wizards on the board currently. Oh no! Now it's the Blazers. It's the oh, Blazers I'm sorry, now. the Blazers. Because that's the, the thing. Board. And I was thinking Osar at three. And I'm getting him at eight and Kristaps Porzingis and Jaden Hardy. That's crazy. All right. So That's a crazy play. Allstar Thompson will be going to the Blazers. And Dame will finish his trade request paperwork. I'm hearing the better of the Thompson twins as well. We're on the street. The And also, more, more importantly to me, uh, the Blazers get another athletic project, which they love. <laughs> love Allstar, Anthony Simons. Shaden Sharp, Sharp, like literally every fucking player that they pick. So Dame is Dame is has put in his trade request, and Parm gets his way. Um, Parm is doing the. Uh, this is how I win from uncut gems. As we speak. <laughs> he wants Dame gone. Are we doing a? Are we? We could end up with a Dame trade by the end of the night. By the way, just throwing this out here. All right, so I am on the board here as the. As the uh, Utah Jazz, who probably uh, the only team in this draft 
that can kind of go any direction that they want. They don't have a mandate to win now. They can right. take a upside projecty guy. Um, I'm going to take my guy. I knew that he was going to fall yeah. here. It's unfortunate because I was really hoping he would make it to ten. I'm selecting Casein Wallace. People of Salt Lake Jazz. City are watching you pass over Grady Dick and sobbing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst thing. This is their 9-11. Uh, I, I, like, I like Grady Dick. Where did Grady Dick Love go? Love Dick, Kansas. Yeah. No, 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 no. Where did he go from the board? I'm only seeing... No, he's at the top now. Yeah, he's okay. above... Uh, he, he's above no, Jivino. Jivino. I, I Cam have, Whitmore is actually Cam still Whitmore on the board. Falling. We, we somehow saw two players that I do not have in my first round in, uh, <laughs> in that screenshot there. You, you sounded very concerned there, Parm, with uh, the... Uh, he's Cam, Cam Whitmore has fallen, folks. Honestly, uh, we're now looking at Dread with the Mavericks pick, right? You didn't trade yeah. the Mavericks pick. Okay. No, I kept the pick. I'm not moving this pick unless now suddenly wants to come trade for Cam Whitmore. Sure. Yeah. Okay, so before before we get onto that pick, Case and Wallace, let me make my pitch. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think high floor player, underrated ceiling on what he could become. He showed role malleability in his rookie – or his rookie his freshman year at Kentucky – the Kentucky yeah. guard inefficiency is the greatest one that the draft has known over the past seven to eight years. The large majority of these guys are almost always underused. I thought that he showed he doesn't he's not the greatest athlete. He doesn't have the craziest first step, but he's just really a solid all around player that has some interesting tools. I think. I think that he is uh, he has good touch. He has. Uh, he's going to be instantly from day one, you're going to be able to plug and play him as a defender. He has, in my opinion, potentially at least fringe all defensive upside as a, a guard. And I think that the offense could get to the point where, can you get to a point where he's a B or a B plus on offense and he's an A on defense? That's really what the path is for me, for him to become a borderline uh, kind of all-star-ish uh, type guy. So uh, is not better than Kason. I'm sorry. I was I like Jalen Suggs, but he's not better than Kason Wallace. Kason Wallace is currently good enough to play an NBA rotation. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I'm going to say I, I trust Kason Wallace's shot a little bit more than Suggs at this point. Um, so let's get to let's run down the top ten real quick. Yeah, if Kason is a mid role player, I'm fine with it at this point. You're you're taking cracks on guys who I think have more upside uh and i i think that he does have some solid ups. i just think he's good at everything and mm-hmm. i think that at this point i'm fine with drafting a high level role player who which is what i view him to be uh if not if not more uh in terms of upside so every time trill tries to draft case on wallace somewhere i just accuse him more and more of being a d anthony melton stand no does, well, no one has talked about how he's fucking enormous also yes. who like if the uh, the Thompson twins weren't in this draft, he's like a fucking huge point guard, isn't he? Like six no, four with like a seven foot wingspan. No, no, he's no. small. That's the one thing that's he's compact. Concerning. Yeah, he's compact. I was gonna say he's he's like stout. He's six. Yes. He's they said he was like six two and a half with shoes on, and he's like Jason Wallace. Uh, Casein no, Wall. He's six four with shoes on, but six. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, without shoes at the combine, he was six two and a half. But who cares? You play in shoes. Who gives Shoeless a shoeless measurement? Like, yeah, like I'm sorry. But he's built like a tank. I want to put that out there. Like he, yeah. you, he has. So he has um a really low center of gravity, which is going to be really good as a multi position, uh, defender. Yes, 
I think that he's going to be able to guard one, two, and then a little bit up. I mean, if he's DeAnthony Melton, if I got DeAnthony Melton in the ninth pick of the of an average draft, then that's really good. So uh, that's Melton's a good player. Like, uh, so tenth pick in the draft. So there's two guys here that I'm legitimately considering, and once again, I'm currently playing uh, drafting as the Mavericks. I mean, you know who you're taking here. Uh, yeah, it's it's for what it's worth, it's Grady Dick. What? I'm joking. Uh, (laughs) well because of mark cuban yeah mark cuban needs a white player at all times on his his roster and we've just gotten rid of uh bertans and so grady dick has to fill that role yeah fair enough uh i i I am i am not drafting grady dick for for the record um i am actually torn between two players uh which is uh i i really do like um both Cam Whitmore and G- and Keontae George here, and nope. but for the Mavericks, for the Mavericks, I think that there is. So, I'm not saying Slovenians are. Oh, I forgot about Luca. Red <laughs> has pronounced that Luca is black on the stream. That was <laughs> old, that was an old Kenny joke. <laughs> when Luca was ball, and he was like, "Sorry, he's not white. We've taken him in the race draft." <laughs> Jesus Christ! I really did forget about Luca. Well, I mean, uh, you're I just, totally you're ahead of the curve. Luka. He won't be on the team in two years, right? So, yeah. 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 I, 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 uh, 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 I would take Keontae George here. Okay, you're taking Keontae George over Cam Whitmore for the Mavericks. Yes, not not necessarily as my That's ranking. Interesting. I do have Cam Whitmore higher, but I think Keontae George... Yeah, I don't understand. They, they need... But the, if you're drafting for fit and you have Whitmore higher, how is Keontae did not, George... Did with, I not take with Kyrie Whitmore, and Luka? Did I not take Whitmore over George? You just said... I, 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 I'm, try, I'm taking... Keontae George. No, sorry. I'm taking... I'm sorry. I'm taking Cam Whitmore. I apologize okay. to everyone oh, who yeah. just... I, 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 I was going to say, I'm trying to figure out because... It, no, I, I, once again, I, I'm a little... would bit, work, though. I have. I want. How would Keontae George work with with? Because they just they just got rid of Jaden Hardy. So what other fucking guy is scoring the ball in Dallas above Cam Whitmore? I I I'm sorry for everyone. Okay, you had you have Keontae George above. Okay, I see what you're saying. I'm sorry for everyone who witnessed me have an aneurysm. uh, (laughs) But I have Keontae George as my uh, eighth ranked player, and I have Cam Whitmore as my tenth ranked player. Uh, At that point, I'm fine with either one. Uh, I just think that uh, at this point, like. You don't you you the Mavs have to draft for fit, and also not for nothing. If Luca does ask out, uh, Cam Whitmore is like a good enough upside swing to be at least happy about building around for a little bit. I think in in a play, uh, I'm lower about his. I'm lower on Cam Whitmore's high end outcomes. Sure, absolutely. I am higher on him as a play finisher in a system where he can play off of the ball. Yes, absolutely. I think that uh, once again, I have compared him multiple times to ball grinds to a stop Jalen Brown. Yes, uh, there you go. And I I think that that's like he's a good, credible uh, finishing threat with a really, really good uh, set of uh, movements, uh, movement skills. He has a really bad handle, but I think the Mavs can mostly be fine with that. Uh, I do. I want to really keep saying I do have Keontae George higher than him in my rankings. I think that Keontae George is on average outcomes a better player, but I do not think that the Mavs would or should invest time in developing him. Okay, so Cam Whitmore goes 10. 
And uh, again, I apologize for having a complete aneurysm. I think the I'll be honest. I think the Mavericks are going to trade this pick. I, I yeah. everything I've heard is is unless that there's a player that they really like there. Who from everything I've heard, it's Anthony Black, and he's already gone. Uh, it's pick six. Um. I'm going to go with uh, – I think they'll probably end up trading this pick. But if Whitmore's on the board at 10, it's a totally fine swing. Uh, but now we have the 11th pick and we have Parm on the board. No. Sam, did you just did you just trade all your picks so you don't have to make picks? No. <laughs> you li- Have you literally made a single pick? I've he made, made one. one pick. I, and it was okay. Brandon, Brandon Miller. I took Brandon Miller against my – because I – I'm really making that mm. deal for Scoot Henderson. Like like yes. I, in the in the uh <laughs> in the like mind palace world where that's actually happening because I was I was assuming that we were all kind of behaving like the teams sure. a little bit. So, um but so I don't know if I would actually make that deal for Brandon Miller because I'm not a Brandon Miller guy at all, but I so, do check him. Uh Parm, you have the I do. The I do card. and I'm pondering there's two players again, it, right? It, it's Grady Dick and Keontae George. Exactly. It's one of the two. Can um, I? Can hold I, on, hold wait. on. Let's recap here, which is they took Anthony Black earlier. Yep. Right. Who is a wingy point guard, I sure. guess, because he's yeah. much larger than your average point guard. Keontae George, pretty average size, but has more of an also. Off-ball. Keep in mind with the Anthony Black thing, they do like Michael Carter Williams. Yes, they they love Michael. They Carlton. love MCW, dude. They love him. They're obsessed with MCW. Um, I kind of. This is tough. This is a tough. I I'm just gonna stick with my gut, who I think is the craziest player in the entirety of the draft, not named Scoot Henderson and Vic Wembanyama, and that's Keontae George. Yeah. All right. So like, you're taking Keontae. So crazy. Like, if you haven't watched him play, you should. It's fucking unreal. I think the worst um, case I lo- is also just have him be the three point shooter. That yeah. Also, Grady Dick. Like, that's Grady Dick. Un- would be, if you're, if you're just three point shooting, like, like, yeah. like you're gonna be super happy either way. I, I would take Dick here, even though I take Dick. Yeah, haha. Uh, even though I actually really, really like Keontae George. Once, once again, I think the Mavs are good enough to draft for fit. Um, but I think they're both defensible picks. Here's the thing. Also, so, does so, someone want to trade in your this pick? pick I was going to say, pick in Jonathan Isaac. Just get uh, get Jonathan Isaac out of here. Anyone I mean, they seventeen million they dollar cut. Jonathan Isaac. He's not guaranteed. You can just get rid of Isaac. Oh wait, really? Yes. Yeah, you can just get rid of him. Why does he make seventy? Why is he still non guaranteed contract? Because because you don't have they're, to. Make they're it. owned by the Devosses. Yes. Yeah. He's, uh, he's he's pre speaking power. He's a about, good culture uh, fit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I I again I think when it comes down to the actual draft, if they keep this pick, it will be either Casein Wallace or Grady Dick that they take here. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I think I I think from a so you want to you took. Uh, Keontae George. Yeah, because that's who I just I just think he's the like he's an unfathomable basketball player to watch. Like he's electric. Like, I, I just don't think I don't think standstill three I don't think he clears standstill three point goat. Alright, to recap here, because we had someone ask for a recap. Number one pick, Trill took Wemby, obviously. 
Dread took Scoot number two. Sam uh, trade got the pick, traded to the Wizards in a very complicated deal that we will lay out at some point. He took Brandon Miller, uh, and then the Raptors traded for the fourth pick. They traded OG Ananobi in the thirteenth pick for Ty uh, Ty Washington, Kevin Porter Jr., and they selected Amen Thompson with the fourth pick. Uh, Trill then took Jarris Walker for the Pistons in the fifth pick. Dread took Anthony Black at six for the Magic. Parm took Taylor Hendricks for the Pacers at seven. Parm then took Asar Thompson for the Blazers at eight, which was originally the Wizards pick. Trill took uh, Kaysen Wallace for the Jazz at nine. Dread took Cam Whitmore for the Mavericks at 10. And Parm took Keontae George at 11. And now Sam is on the board Sam, Mr. Presti, the 12th pick in the draft. You are on the board. So I'm really torn here. Um, obviously, Grady Dick would be a sensational fit. Um, I'm also – this would be a little bit of a reach here, but I really like uh, Matthew Kurgan out of Butler, sophomore. Um, a player foot, you literally <laughs> just made up? Six foot six. Um, he's got a um, seven-foot wingspan. <laughs> Um, 36% from the three-point. You know, like, Butler does not have the strongest competition, but I really like Kurgan. He's been shooting up um, boards. Um, I have never really heard of him. Person. It, it, it is up. because I made, him, I made him up. That is also true, yeah. <laughs> Immediately I, yeah. I knew the bit. <laughs> um, I, was like, I was just like, I don't, I don't know who this person is. Like, I yeah. thought I knew the draft, but apparently Sam's got intel I don't. Yeah. I mean, this is. I, I was just trying to make this interesting because th- this is so obviously Grady Dick. Like, just the board. Like, there's yep. no other pick to yep. make here. Like, yeah, I think Grady Dick is if he is available at twelve. The the recent. The one thing I will say is that the recent. Bilal uh, Kulabai. Well, that that is the interesting one. If they mm-hmm. want to take, like, because the, the promise that has been made for Bilal is either going to be the Raptors who already traded their pick or the Thunder. I'm a little bit skeptical that the Thunder would leak anything that's real because they never do. They're always smoke screens. Um, but I think Greedy Dick, because they, they absolutely need shooting around their guys. Um, they, they have Isaiah Joe. They, they generally look for role players a little bit more on the fringes, whether it's in like the later first, second round, whatever, da-da-da, blah-blah-blah. Grady Dick is certainly a good fit uh, as a movement shooter. I I personally think that uh, that that's probably who they would end up taking if they don't end up trading up. Uh, and he's still on the board here, so we'll take Grady Dick. Um, I, I I'm a little bit split on Grady Dick to be honest because I like I like what he can be as a player, but I also am like the one thing that makes him not thundery to me is the fact that he can't really create. He can pass, he can shoot, he might actually be, end up being a better defender than people think, mm-hmm. but I do wonder if they really just want to create like this behemoth of like five or five to ten guys that can all dribble, pass, and shoot, which it seems like is the thing that they're trying to create. That's the only thing that he can't do, but I, I, I personally think that you should just, you would just take Grady Dick. So in, a, in an alternative universe, and kind of I actually want to get Sam on the phone on this, but... Uh... In my idealized version of the draft, the Thunder move up to take Anthony Black, and the Magic have Grady Dick. Anthony Black feels like a very thundery player. So I want to know from from uh, Sham Sheham Prashti, 
Mm -hmm. uh, if now that Keontae George has fallen all the way to my beloved Parm here, uh, the pick before, if a draft night trade sw selection trade might happen of uh, Anthony Black for your drafted Grady Dick uh, and some of those many firsts you want to get rid of anyways. Because now that Keontae George, who I was debating taking at six anyways, mm -hmm. is on the Magics, I, I like Anthony Black. I really do. But he feels like a thunder. Why don't we rectify this you didn't trade up moment right now? And, uh, you know, let's you're you're dumping picks just to get, you know, to consolidate. You're, you're sending the Nuggets trades during the finals. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I... I mean, like, realistically, yeah, that just, like, makes sense. Um, I actually kind of wanted Anthony Black to fall to um, the, <laughs> the Rockets um, was what I was hoping for. Um, I forgot that we all kind of know what we're talking about, so th there's not going to be, like, a Nick Smith pick um, somewhere in here <laughs> when I was, like, doing my math. Um, so, yes. yeah, I mean, I would, I would probably – I don't know, though. I just – I think the Thunder are trying to win now, and I just think that Grady Dick gives them shooting, which is, like, what you need. Like, that's just, like, the, the be-all, end-all. That certainly feels like, like the, the last two things they need are shooting and rim protection. Yeah. Yeah, and again, like, I'm, I'm just offering it out there just because I think on actual – uh, yeah, so Jalen Huchifino. Jalen Huchifino and Nick Smith are not in my first round. I want to let everyone know that. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, the – I think actual draft night, I would really love the Thunder to move up to six and take Anthony Black. That's kind of like my idealized world. Yeah. All right. So we're going to stick with Sam's Grady Dick pick at 12. Sam, you're on the clock again for the Rockets at 13. Yeah. The, the board broke very badly for me and my gamble did not pay off. Because, um, again, I, I there will be a stupid team that will do something. I don't, dumb, and I don't one think of Anthony Black will... is going to fall this this far in, he, in the draft. Whoever. Though. One yeah. of these guys. Because this is the next cutoff. In my okay, mind. so to remind everyone, Sam yeah. traded for OG Ananobi already. So mm -hmm. the Rockets now have, have OG Ananobi. He's assuming they get James Harden as well. Yeah. So who are you considering taking here with the 13th pick you also have the 20th pick as well for the rockets just to, as a reminder yeah um i honestly i probably if this is like i i probably would have um traded up for one of the other guys um like if i were actually running this thing um because right here i'm honestly thinking about taking like fucking chris murray to be honest about oh, my man no, Chris Murray at twenty though. Yeah, I mean, I know none of the. I I really don't care about any of these guys. Like, what about I, I really? This is like the part of the draft that I'm like the. You're least not. You're not draft. taking the GG Jackson pill. No, I'm not taking the GG. There's no way GG Jackson. I, I guess I'm taking Jordan Hawkins or something like that too. Like this is like the other one I'm thinking. If you want to, if you want a, a somewhat uh, boring player uh, that will, <laughs> sorry to UConn's own dread on the stream here, that is going. I, I wouldn't take him in the lottery. Uh, I just weirdest Starbucks order I've ever heard of. I mean, I'll, I'll open the floor to you guys. I mean, you, if you want to make up, because I don't care. This is again okay. the wardrobe per okay. dropped perfectly wrong for me. Like Let I me really thought pitch. one of them would. One of these. This is the exact place I didn't want to be. So I, I think there is a player you could draft. But go ahead, Tro. I'm I'm going to say this much. I think that the Rockets are going to be pretty set at guard and wing. I don't. I'm not high enough on Derek Lively to take him this high. Mm -hmm. But 
if you're looking for rim protection, you're looking for defense, you're looking for athleticism, that is kind of the guy. That, he's Philadelphia's own, by the way. He's from Philly. Drafting the backup but, center to Usman Garuba with the 13th overall pick. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy to do. Well, I guess it's like if you have James Harden, you did just trade away two guards. So it's not like you're super deep at guard now. So you could take a guard still. You could take like an on-ball-ish type guy. Um, you know, you have OG, you have Tari, you have Jabari. Those are your wings, mm-hmm. right? You have and you have Amon, right? No, you we, no. They didn't. They traded away the pick. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That, yeah, yeah. So yeah. this is the pick Brand that they traded away for OG and Anobi. Podcast print. <laughs> I don't think you would take Brandon Podcast here because you might get Brandon Podcast at twenty. Like yeah. that's Chris Murray and him are like the two guys that like you might be able to get that that. Sensabaugh would be crazy. I, I I have my eye on Brandon Podcast for another. <laughs> I, I think another you place. take for the what it's worth. Mm-hmm. I think the player you take if you are the uh, uh, Rockets and things have broken this way is unfortunately probably Derek Lively or Leonard Miller, and that both kind of sucks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is just bad. I probably would have, like, traded up. Again, I don't think this will actually happen in a real – one of these guys is going to be available here, one of the guys who, who have already gone. Um, okay, so in, in, on draft night. So uh, let's just say lively to keep this thing moving because we are what, however many hours in, and the finals okay. are on in an hour. So yes. Um, so we'll take Derek Lively. I, I, I don't care about this. You know, <laughs> feel free to call. Don't <laughs> tell, tell me I'm, this is stupid. So Derek Lively mm-hmm. has been taken with the 13th pick. Dread, you are on the board for the Pelicans now at pick 14 that you somehow tried to trade for. You tried to yeah, trade with, I, with I, Brandon I, Ingram. I want to make very clear that was not a good trade. That was mostly <laughs> for content. But uh, <laughs> excuse me, my sorry, dropping my large uh, stress steel ball. Uh, but I I am actually going to take. I think what will be one of the more controversial uh, lottery picks. But I believe in this as a uh, Pelicans uh, logical thing. Uh, so the Pelicans are. In theory, like, I don't actually think they take this pick first and foremost. Um, I think that they are going to do whatever they can to move up into that top three. And I think that they're, I think they might, I think the actual Brandon Ingram uh, trade package, not Brandon Ingram plus actually good players, but Brandon Ingram just for uh, Simons and the third might actually happen uh, because I think that he's going to be the best player available uh, for teams on draft night. Um, but I'm, I'm going to take Bilal Koulibaly here, and I'm going to reach, and I, I'm, I'm prepared. Oh, to Bilal! So you, you're you're going Bilal in the lottery? Yes, I am a Bilal believer, uh, as many people may or may not know. Uh, and very specifically, I I do not believe in him as a true true star. Uh, I believe in him as like eighty six percent of OG Anunoby. Uh, and very specifically, the skill that most fascinates me is the uh, off-ball movement on both defense and offense. I ha- I watched a lot of French basketball, unfortunately, mostly to watch Wemby, and so I'm seeing him uh, alongside uh, Wemby, and he plays a really good complementary to a really good star role, and he moves across the floor so fluidly. He's one of those late growth spurts guys, and so there's a chance that he actually keeps growing a little bit more. In fact, a lot of his like underlying uh, measurements would suggest that he's about another inch to grow, but he 
has a ridiculously long arm span, over seven feet, uh, and he's just a really, really like rangy wing who can get from behind the arc to the basket in so fast. And he catches defenders off guard. He's very lean, and so he's going to have to bulk up, and he can get pushed around. Uh, but I think he can stick in a Pelicans-like system with those defenders that they have off the bench as a uh, relatively efficient rotation person early in his career with the upside to grow into a really, really good player. Yeah, I was going to say, the, the, the buzz on him recently has been because he's been playing a lot better for his team in France recently. I mean, I, I, I honestly haven't read too much into him. I have to read into him more. Uh, unfortunately, this <laughs> I didn't know this, but we're not allowed to draft past this part of the draft on Fanspo. So we're not going to be able to get to the full 21 picks on Fanspo. But let's just wrap it up here. We're going to mm-hmm. have Parm, you are up next for the Atlanta Hawks. I can tell yep. you who's still left on the board, but no, I know things. who's. I know who I'm taking. Okay, who are you taking? I'm gonna pretend that uh, the Trey stuff, whatever the Hawks are doing, it depresses me and makes me sad. So I'm just gonna not think about that and just pick a player I think would be nice to have for them as currently constructed, and that's just Bryce Sensible. Bryce Sensible. I think it's like the like the, the biggest tragedy they had was trading Kevin Herter. This. Yeah. Get a shooter, get a ball handler. I like Sprite Sensible. I have him Sometimes like you just draft a guy that's good. Yeah, he's just gonna be good. That's yeah, that's pretty much if if you don't know anything about Bryce Sensible, he's a bucket and a problem and will be absolutely a favorite of ball don't stop. I, I do think that he he has a lot to work on in terms of <laughs> his defense and his passing and all of those things. But I do like him especially at pick fifteen. Like I think that that's a, a good value pick. Uh, Sam, you're on the, the board for the Jazz. Do you want us to just select someone for you, or would you like no, to take uh, No, I'm thinking about – no, no. Uh, well, I, well, I am thinking about Brandon Podcast here. I will say that. Um, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, does anyone want to – would anyone want to trade up, first of all? I mean, I'm the Heat. I'll move up two picks, and I'll give you a second. Uh, okay, go ahead. Let's do that. Lock it in. Actually, I don't want to. Never mind. I see who's on the board. I lied to you. <laughs> okay. I, I remember what he'd do with the seconds. I, I can't do that. Uh, okay. Never mind. Um, all right. Well, yeah, I'm – so this is the uh, – the, the problem with, with selecting for the Jazz is that they are just such a hodgepodge of talent. You have no idea, like, who's coming and who's going um, at any point. Remind me again who you took for the Jazz with your pick. Casey uh, Wallace. Case and Wallace, okay. It was I had to pick between him and Cam Whitmore. I went with Case and Wallace. Okay, so they already have a point guard. Um, Doesn't really matter. He can play on or off ball, so it's not like <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. I mean, you have Clarkson too, who had a phenomenal year last Let's year. Go, yeah. George Clarkson, the young, the like young bull. I'm I'm, con- I'm considering my dr- Jordan Clarkson when making my draft. <laughs> so I, I would definitely assume that it would be like if he's still here, it would be Kobe Bufkin. Someone like that, sure. Yeah, yeah. That, that sounds about right. So I, uh, well, I, I'm throwing off your, uh, I'm throwing off your group think here. Um, you know what? Yeah, fuck it. I am going to take Braden podcast. Fuck this. All right. So. Braden podcast goes with the 16th pick to Sam, just outside the lottery. A real riser, Brandon podcast. YKB yeah. favorite. He, he, the moment his last name became podcast, it was over. Yeah, Brandon podcast. That's his name. 
Um, okay, so I am picking with the 17th pick here. Oh, Jesus Christ, the Lakers. My God. Yeah, the Lakers are on the board. I, I, I want to be completely clear here. I don't think I would draft this player. I think the Lakers would draft Jordan Hawkins here. I think the yes. Lakers would just take the the guy that he can plug and play right away, can play with LeBron, can play with AD, can play with whatever. Um, I do think they would take Jordan Hawkins here. I'm I'm split here. I, you know what? I Will's gonna hate me for this. I'm taking Jet Howard. Fuck it. Let's go. Hey, hey, did you know that he was teammates with his father, LeBron um, James? Juwan, Juwan Howard was Juwan on the connection. Right? Played played for. I'm going. Uh, Lakers scouting staff loves guys with uh, interesting upside. They're always. They yep. might. They might take. They might, if they want to win now, player, you're probably better off taking Hawkins or Buffkin here. Uh, but if they want to take a swing and they want to take a guy towards the, you know, that has a little bit more upside that they might be able to mold into a player because they, they seemingly hit on these picks all the time. Uh, I'm taking the guy with size who has real shooting potential. Um, I know Will, Will and a lot of Michigan fans hate him, but we're going with Jed Howard. I just want to say all of you are monsters for letting legitimately good players get to the Miami Heat pick. Like we should <laughs> all be tried in a in a tribunal. They, like, they don't, they don't yeah. do they don't pick good players for their first round picks. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> I've been trying to tell people this. They're gonna this this guy, whoever they take here, is gonna suck. Right. Yeah. And I think it's so in the spirit of that, I'm drafting uh Zvonimir Izvik out of <laughs> SC Derby Montenegro. Not yeah. actually. I like I have an actual pick and I think unfortunately it makes them very good. I've been waking up with like nightmares thinking about him getting to them. Uh and that is Chris Murray. Chris Murray. Okay. Mm, he's just that's a good. He's so good. good Chris Murray's like I again, I wanted to take I I I tried to take Chris Murray at 13 and you guys yelled at me. <laughs> no, I, I, I only I only yelled at you cuz I wanted to take him with my picks. <laughs> oh so good. Yeah. He's he's just he's old as hell, but he's he could just play now. He's just his brother a little yeah, bit saying, slower. He's duplicated. He's copy and pasted. Look, well, how many times do we have to learn this? Well, Keegan, Keegan is, Keegan's definitely faster, and he's definitely a better a movement shooter, high-volume guy. But we don't know that. Chris will probably be a pretty good role player. Like, I think – and he's – once again – Miami, I, I'm kind of surprised if I, if I, if I think if Miami were on the board here, they would either go one of two ways. I think they would either go with like the toolsy, the toolsy guys. Yeah. They'd either take uh, the toolsy guy or they, maybe they take Buffkin or they take like, like, I, I think I could see them taking a Leonard Miller type like they did with Pressure Sachua or Casey Akpalo a few years ago. They tend to take a little bit more of like swings with like raw guys. Yeah, and this is me uh, but, drafting for me, Dread, the person who believes that Chris Murray is just going to be an NBA star. Correct. Yeah, you're he's going to be fine. Yeah, I yeah, think he's yeah. a solid pick. I, sure. I, I seriously think he's like, like once you get out of the that that cutoff, like Grady Dick, Keontae George tier, I think he's like the next best player. Honestly, so. So, uh, Parm. Yep. You're up it's for time. the Warriors. Yeah, it's time. <laughs> this go. time, this time, the real, the real Parm heads. They, they knew. They, they know it's going to happen. Can I, can I take a guess? Yeah, you can guess. Uh, wait, is Lester Kionis in this draft? No, he's not. He went last year. Oh no, no, no! Who's the other guy from Memphis? 
not not the Memphis guy. It's not uh, Earl Timberlake or something crazy. No, 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 no. There's someone else that I can't think of from Memphis that you love. Um, it doesn't matter. Doesn't yeah. matter. That's not who I was thinking of, though. Bonamir. I'm taking. I'm taking the last kiss. The last kiss of Bob Myers before he leaves. <laughs> just, just one, one out. It's Turkavian Smith. Let's yeah. go. It's the best, it's the best pure scorer <laughs> in the entire NBA draft. He's out of his fucking mind. We're gonna trade Jordan Poole for Bean. Doesn't even matter. Let's go. It's her I time. love Turkavian Smith, but like, he's a second rounder. I don't, I don't care he a is. lick about defense. We're the Golden State Warriors. That's right. He, he's going to go in the second round, but it doesn't matter. This is, this is all, this is all James Jones feel right now. Yeah. This is literally just Lethal. we want him. Arms We're going to get him. Deep so, back. all right, Sam, you're up for the. I Rockets. got. I can't believe you guys let me get here. I got my guy, my guy here for the Houston Rockets. We're taking Marcus Sasser. Let's fucking go. Ooh. Oh, I love Marcus Sasser. Let's go. I love Marcus Sasser, but I want him to get to the Celtics at 35, so you're not allowed to do this. No, sorry. Marcus Sasser. Sasser coming home is crazy. We're, 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 we're officially – and this is yeah. – and now we're at pick 21. We got Wemby plus 20 picks. And to make up for drafting Jet Howard ahead of Kobe Bufkin, I will be gifting the, our our friends – who root for the Brooklyn Nets with Kobe Bufkin at pick 21. To be clear, Kobe, there is no way in hell Turk Smith, Marcus Sasser, and probably even Brandon Podcast go ahead of of Kobe Bufkin. Uh, It does sound like Bufkin's probably going to go in, like, possibly the lottery in teens. Uh, But Bufkin, all-around good guard, uh, can do a ton of things. Uh, there really isn't, he doesn't have a ton of flaws in his game. I think that he'll probably be pretty, uh, I think he'll probably be a rotation player pretty early. He's still fairly young. Yeah. Uh, once again, I like role malleability, showed a lot of role malleability at Michigan. Um, and yeah, so Kobe Bufkin is the last pick in the YKB we 2023 mock draft. We tried for war crimes. Yeah. I mean, it got, it got a little bit off the rails in the last. There's so many good players drop too. I'd love I, to I genuinely about. think well, this is what I'm saying. Like I don't like like fifteen to or like thirteen to like twenty-one, but I love it like picks back up again. It starts yeah. getting fun again. Dude, like, like as Wallace Tabellus does miracles on me. Yeah. That guy's magic. I, I genuinely think Marcus Sasser is gonna be like a, an NBA player for like a long time. He's a six seven wingspan. You just like Terry Rozier. You're just a Marcus yes. Sasser fan because you're so Terry Rozier fan. Uh, exactly. Correct. Yes. He's he's gonna be good. I'm telling you, Marcus Sasser's an NBA player. That dude, he's been the GOAT of the last what two years of combine games. He just shows up and just cooks. He's so good. He's so good. I'm 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 hugely Marcus Sasser yeah. pilled. I'm Sasser, Sasser's gonna Sasser be Sasser insane. Yeah. Sasser staying in Houston. Oh, I like uh, Sa- Fun is good. So so to recap, Wemby, Scoot, Brandon Miller on the Wizards, Amen Thompson on the Raptors, Jarris Walker on the Pistons at five, Anthony Black at six, Taylor Hendricks at seven, Os- Osor Thompson at eight. Kaysen Wallace at 9, Cam Whitmore at 10, Keontae George at 11, Grady Dick at 12, Derek Lively at 13 to the Rockets, uh, Pelicans take Bilal, 15, Bryce Sensiball, the Hawks, Brandon Podcast to the Jazz at 16, 
Jet Howard at 17 to the Lakers, Chris Murray to the Heat at 18, Turk Smith at 19 to the Warriors. Let's go. Marcus Sasser at 20 to the Rockets and at 21, Kobe Bufkin to the Nets. So that was it. NBA Finals are on tonight, uh, which doesn't matter nearly as much as this. Bye-bye. All right. So put all your money on the Heat after Sam just made that call because that means that they're bound to have Tyler Hero come off the bench and score 45 yeah, points. I'm sorry. Do you not understand how how things work, Sam? The moment Tyler Hero comes in, it's just going to be, you know, he's going to go off for 14 points and 12, uh, somehow still be a minus 12. Yeah, I was going to say, no, he, no they're going to lose by like 40 tonight because Tyler Hero is back. That's that's waving the white flag. They're, they're, they're Dunyans. It's, it's over. Stick a fork in them cheeks the clock has struck midnight jimmy butler's already doing attention quotes like he's he's surrendered he's saying he won't go to the hall of fame inductee for himself he rules dude he's so sick i love jimmy all right that's it we will see you on draft night we'll be back later in the week also if you're still listening uh Subscribe to the You Know Ball Patreon because you're a sicko if you're still listening almost two hours into this mock draft where we <laughs> we made we had... some of the most absurd trades and picks of of any fucking mock draft in the history of, of the NBA. So, I just yeah. keep saying names. Parm, I gotta I gotta admit, you you are a bad influence. You make me wanna make bad trades. Like I, lo- I love making bad trades. <laughs> my favorite thing in the whole world. I'm like, okay, I'm going to come in here. I'm just going to take solid players that are like high on my uh, rankings. And then Parm suddenly like, you don't even understand. I almost took Turkavians. What fucking pick did I have? <laughs> what fucking pick did I have? Uh, Orlando. I almost took the 11th overall pick. Dead serious. I, you, He's so fucking monster. crazy. I'm so glad I left Keontae, or that Keontae George got left for you because otherwise you would have. For anyone, for anyone George, who's my listening. number one Turk, number two. For anyone who's still like, listening, Turkavian Smith is currently projected to go with the thirty seventh pick on Tankathon to the Denver Nuggets, and then two picks ahead of him is thirty five and Marcus Sasser. He's I <laughs> actually you, you're, you're, the the Sasser and Brandon podcast are going to make you all look foolish. As will Chris Murray. We respect Chris Murray adequately, though. To be fair, I would take both of those players before I would take Nick Smith or (laughs) Jalen Hood Shafino. They both didn't get drafted. I'll say this much. If I had one more pick and Kobe Bufkin was off the board, I would have taken the fuck it upside swing on Nick Smith, even if I think that he's not good. Right. You eventually just take him. Yeah, I'm just like, "Ah, whatever. If Tommy Shepard were still the GM of the Wizards, you could lock that in at eight, like guarantee for yeah. sure that Nick Smith would be drafted at eight. Like, I, exactly. I got to be honest when it comes to the Chris Murray stuff. Like, I get that he's old. I get that he's slower than his brother. I guess that he's not going to be a star. But like, why would he not just go to every team that wants to win now? Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's going to be a role player at the very minimum. But that's the, and that's the thing is that every team wants to win now. There's like three teams that are going to be losers next year. It's like the Wizards, Pistons, and they don't even know it, and uh, the Hornets are like the three teams that are going to be bad. Every other team is trying to win. That's why I took upside swings because fuck it, it's fun. It's fun to take upside swings. I'd be the worst GM in the NBA. <laughs> It's so funny because I know what your actual board looks like, and it's just the most safe, like, it's, I know. But if I'm doing a mock draft, I want to have fun. It's not, mm-hmm. oh, cool, I drafted the seventh man. <laughs> like, Yeah, no, I, I want to make it very clear. I drafted Bilal Kulabai at 14, not because I actually think that he's the right fit purely for the 
uh, Pelicans, but because I want an excuse to talk about him, and I think he'll be fine for the Pelicans. Yeah, I like ups, upsides are fun, like draft fun players. No, yes. I safe players only. Um, I don't, I don't like upside players. I don't like guys that are good. I like role you players took Derek only. Lively. I took Derek Lively, and I'm now I'm going to get uh, a picture of a gun sent to me by. Uh, some yeah, I want to point out, yeah. like Rocket Zion is going to find you. You have somehow massacred the Rockets draft. I got no. Amen Thompson and I'm, all, and, gonna, and Ty Ty Washington. Let's go. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you right now what I did. I guarantee you is better than what will actually happen. Hey, I'm just saying. I'm just saying all all seven, all seven of the Wizards faithful, loving Brandon Miller. <laughs> oh my god! You know, I, I gotta be honest. I'm not ready for the Washington bullets jokes that are gonna come around with with Brandon Miller. Ooh, oh yeah, I didn't think about that one. Ooh, all right, yeah, all right, we're canceling the trade. Call it off. Call it off. That's a good way to end it. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah nobody's listening at this point, hopefully. <laughs> Peace. All right, I'll see you.